I'm Carrie Benedett, and this is my podcast, Thriving Matters, where you will find tools to revitalise you and your relationships, whether at work or in your personal life. Well, a little bit about me. I'm an education consultant specialising in emotional intelligence, and I use creative approaches that empower people with proven processes. I'm known for my high energy, passion and compassion for those in need of help. And I like to shine a spotlight on what we can do. I'm here to bring positivity, confidence and strength every day, everywhere. My mantra in life has been, let's give it a red hot shot. Are you ready to start your dream business? Then this podcast is just for you. It's all about what you need to do to take your first steps in starting a new venture, whether that's your career, a dream, a goal. I've certainly done this myself and with the person on this podcast, Scarlett Vespa. Scarlett is transformation coach and brand expert. Scarlett, welcome again. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me on your podcast, Carrie. Well, we're going to talk about all things about starting a new venture today. And my first question will be, what's the first thing that comes to mind when you take yourself back to my first brand session? So I'm going to be a guinea pig. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. What was the thing for you that you felt was the most important thing to start a venture, Kerry? The most important thing is, which has not just been in this venture, Thriving Matters, but in my previous work was my personal integrity. When I started thinking about, yes, I want to do more of what I love to do and it gives me a chance to balance out my life because in this part of my life, I've got some other interesting little people that a new generation coming forward and I want to be part of their lives. So I wanted the time. I wanted to work more productively have greater effect and really enjoy what I was doing. So my personal integrity was pretty up there, front and centre, Scarlett. I don't know if that came Mm. through in my first session with you. (laughs) Yes, it was. And, I mean, you know, as people who know you, that you have so much passion and focus in, you know, making the world a better place and working with people and following your heart and doing that personal development piece, which lends itself so beautifully to your EI work, you know, so because as we know, everything that we're doing, we're working on ourselves and you really kind of display and showcase that element. And I think that was the thing really for me, for example, when I listen into what the person is looking for, because that's such a big step because we come out of jobs and positions where we may think, I want a new play, I want to do something new, I want to do my own venture. And in fact, it's really the culture is the issue. And I think we've talked about that before in other sessions that, you know, that's the thing to really reflect on. What is the impetus? What's the motivation behind the new venture? And really gaining Mm. clarity on what that is, is important. And I think for you, that was clear, you know, you had a clarity around that. So I think that was great. It was then building confidence, I think, around stepping into that. And one big thing for a lot of people is that, whole imposter syndrome when we become an expert in a field and, you know, kind of working through that and going, well, who am I to do it? And because we're so used to serving others and sitting inside a bigger kind of cog, as it were, that when we step out, the biggest one is that, I think, is the confidence piece. Yeah. Did you find that on your journey? That That's exactly right because all the skills that I learned and developed when I was working for a large organisation were fantastic and I really worked to what 
the team goals were and then what the company or the organization's goals were and targets. So when mm. you come to do your own work, you're looking at, oh, I've got to do, do, do all the time. So there is a major difference. I believe you have to step back and basically watch yourself. So that notion of sitting on the balcony, watching yourself, <laughs> doing, interacting with people, planning what you're going to do, delivering that, looking at the type of feedback you're getting back to say, are you on track? Have you done the, you know, are you reaching the people who've come to work with you? I think that's an important part of a new business as well. So it's not all do, do, do. You actually have to allow yourself time to explore what it is you do and where you're going to get the most joy out of what you do to meet the needs of others. And I think that's mm. it because, yeah, I think that's one of the big differences for me. So one of the things I've done is allowed myself time to explore. And so you get, yeah. <laughs> you find it really quite interesting when some days you go, oh, what have I got to show for myself today when in this brand new situation? You start to think about then, Right. I do need a routine of type. I do need to have certain things in my day that enable me to get to the next step and get to a point where at the end of the day I go, right, what was the learning today? Where is there any growth? Am I seeing any growth? Because you are by yourself. You are not within a large organization <laughs> and you're not yeah. working with the team. So you've got to seek out your own feedback channels as well. It's very interesting place to be. <laughs> it is that difference thing of being alone. And I think that's a big one for mm. everyone or certainly the clients that I work with. It's like, how do you get the feedback on where you are? Am I succeeding in what I'm doing? Is this yes. not working? Like what's right? And I think that is one of the hardest pieces to manage. So I think it's a great point that you make there that it's important to do. Yeah, so I think, you know, in terms of setting out, I just think there are some key things to look for. And I know that you were kind of lucky enough and you had evolved yourself inside, not luck so much, but had done the work to be a bit clearer than most stepping out. Yes. You know? I find that I'm still refining the clarity as I go through. So what I started off doing perhaps is not what I'm now doing 18 months into it. But one of the key things I would say that I recognized because of my personality type was that I realized that I would still need to seek out people of influence, people that I could connect with that added value, that I added value to them and they added value to me because I realise that, you know, I talk about people are what really matter. All the emotional intelligence work we're doing, all anything around career and leadership, all involves relationships with people. So I had to seek those out for myself as well. Yeah. And that's your type of person as well. Like you are so community minded. And I think that's important. And I mean, it is for all of us. We have our own community mm. that will continue to build. Yes. But I just want to touch on one thing you're just talking about, you know, like you're a different person now, 18 months later. And, and as someone who builds a lot of people's businesses from scratch, I've sat in meetings where people have come to me and asked, should they go into business together? Is it right? And, you know, had couples walk out, business couples, deciding not to because it's actually that exploration of your motivation and why. And the thing is that it is a business is a journey. And I think, you know, the first step to a business idea and having that is 
to do that reflection, you know, explore the different ways you can actually express that idea or what kind of makes your heart sing. And often that next point, people come to me and they go, look, I've got an idea. I want to build a website and I want to take it out. And I mean, that's the first step for me. I've had people come to me and say, should I build one because I've got LinkedIn? But LinkedIn is LinkedIn's brand. And so I really encourage you to have the website, not just for the sake of the website and people find you, which is all about credibility. You know, there's amazing percentages of our people judge your credibility on your website design. And mm. so it is a place for you. It's almost like your home to develop and evolve you and what you want. Because often when we're seeking to do what we want in the world, it's a reflection of where we are in our own hearts and evolution of growth. And so you might go, like I've got one client, for example, who came out and she wanted to do career coaching because she just left and it was all about transitional. And, you know, so we did all that. We built the site and we the growth on that. And then now two years later, we're working on her being somewhat more about transformational and doing that deeper soul God. work. I said, that's because that's where you are. And she was like, oh yeah. <laughs> so <it's just> like, <laughs> and that's what we have to know, but that's normal. It's not like, oh my God, oh no, I've changed. That's part of it. And I think oh. the thing is then to reflect on is to kind of go, where will I be in five years? And what are the issues or things that I might be thinking of? And I explored that with her. And one of the things that she thought of her bigger vision is to have these places you can retreats and go to. And she was saying it's really about self-care, how I'm going to manage that. So if you can yes. kind of bring the whole picture of your evolution of you and expands your mind, it's so powerful when you do that. Well, I think you've touched on a really important aspect of starting a new venture. And we shouldn't dismiss this. The self-care is absolutely critical. Now, I've got, I chose Thriving Matters as the name of business and the website because mm. I really believe that to be able to do anything in life, whether you're in the throes of bringing up a family, whether you've started a new job, whether you've just finished university and you're looking for a new job, whatever it is we are doing, whether we're moving into retirement age, I don't mind what it is, but we do need some self-care and well-being aspects to our life because we cannot give to others if we don't give to ourselves. And I found this. Often for women, you are the backbone of your families. I feel very strongly about this. And I am insistent that each day there is a place for me to either get my shoes on, whether it's a walk, whether it's a gym, wherever it is, whether it's music and I dance, I don't mind. But there is an aspect of movement. <laughs> There's an aspect of movement, an yeah. aspect of connecting with people. And then that helps them drive what it is I've got in place that I want to do daily, looking at then my week and then looking at the months ahead. You know, it helps you. The notion of thriving helps you with your perspective, helps you with the assumptions you make about things and whether they're true or not, and also helps you with your deadlines and what you want to produce. <laughs> and I think the self-care absolutely is number one. Sometimes we don't even recognize that mm. we need it or why. But I think in terms of starting a business and just the process of whether you're in a full-time job and wanting to move into that and start a side hustle or whatever it is for you, I mm. think just understanding that it is a journey and the exploration of it. And one of the next steps is to find out what it means to actually do it. So 
I've got some that yes, yes. clients that feel so kind of, I want to just strip away all the old me. I just want to step in and I don't want to do that anymore. And it's always like, so I do that thing of, okay, so do you want to throw the baby out with the bathwater? You know, like bathwater. let's not do that. Or perhaps the best thing is not to throw everything out, but maybe you need to do that. And so therefore, what are the implications around that? And I think that's really important mm. to have a look at what's possible, why, and it keeps sticking to that motivation. I've got one client who's a coach who just wanted to do that, but she's now financially finding it really super difficult. And I said, just take the pressure off, get another job, do yes. that on the side while you're working it out. And that's okay like, because it is a growth thing. And when that time comes where you can, the tipping point, then you can make that decision, but don't beat yourself up about it. Cause sometimes we go, oh my God, it's not succeeding. I should be by, you know, here by now, but often businesses yes. take three years to get going. And you have to remember that and that journey will change. I think there's a great saying that we add to that when you're starting any new venture. It's about embracing the detours because often the detours are there deliberately. If we are open to them, they will help us things through. They will help us decide on what we let go of and what we continue to build or where we need to get extra support or mentoring or expertise because that will get us then to the next place where we want to go. And I'm That's a big right. believer in, in that. Yeah. Mm. There is so much that distracts you when you actually start up something new. You can get pulled into false information. You can get pulled into false people. You just need to make sure that you've got your antenna up a little bit so that you, you can that see where the antenna. Yes. Yeah. And you trust your intuition. And, you know, we may all think that gut feeling that we're good at it. I tell you what, going into a new venture really tunes that intuition up and you have to have a sense of humour about yourself and go, well, that one blew me out of the water. wasn't quite sure on that one. <laughs> yes, that's right. Because yeah, I mean, so it comes with challenges and failures and we have to be ready for those and yeah, be okay yeah, with them because yeah. it, and I, it's part so I was of going to, the process. I was going to say to you, you know, what is it that people need to watch out for when they – do start a new uh, dream or new venture, new goal, new career. What is it that really stands out for you? Because you have assisted people develop their own brands over many, many years through mm. corporations and then mm. through private business. And so there would be some things that you know, we really don't know that we need to watch out for. Look, it's an interesting question that because it's almost like if I tell you there's an issue, you see it but you don't see it. And sometimes people actually need to go through the challenge to make the shift in their own life. So for me, I think the biggest thing to watch out is exactly what you're talking about is intuition is people don't listen to that. They listen to others too much. And when they start to get confidence and listening to, oh, God, I knew I shouldn't have done that. Like they always reflect that <laughs> reflection, but that reflection is part of the growth. So don't beat yourself out because it is exercising and, and getting that muscle strong. And so yeah. I think really learning to have confidence in your own mind because especially today with so many jobs going and now we're all really many entrepreneurs, we have to show up and to learn to show up. So that is part of the personal development piece that we really need to be working on ourselves because we mm. are the machine, we are the thing that keeps us going. And so we have to tune up and be really conscious and that's why you know, my business yeah, is conscious agency. Being conscious is being present 
and tuning in. So I think that is number one and trusting your instinct over other people's judgments because especially with social media Mm. and everything today and there's so many different things that you can pick. Oh, this one works, this one works. You know, the thing is a lot of them do work and a lot of them would be good, but it's like going, well, what's right for me and being a bit more strategic, um, I think is really important. And I think the last thing that people really need to watch out for is this was a big one for me and it's my biggest learning actually is when I left the bank and I made the bank a couple of million each year and I did well and I think reflecting of when I started my own business I started identifying my own value with the business and so I started bringing in my own blocks so there was a massive turnaround for me when I went oh my goodness and this actually happened through my kinesiologist who said to me when were you like most successful? I was actually we clearing some things. I said, oh, when I was working at the bank. And I just, it clicked that I had been treating my business as something around me. And it was so clear. It was like I stepped out of the business. I took me out of the business and I started treating it like someone else's business. And then it absolutely turned everything around. I say to you in the same way is look at your business like a business. Don't look at you as about you because suddenly the business decisions become a little bit murky and a bit more emotive in places that they shouldn't be. So we relate the whole money side to our own value. And I think that's been a block to people is how do I put value on myself? That's what I've seen over all my clients is their own value and that imposter syndrome. So when we recognize that and we see actually we are value, I mean, each one of us has something valuable. We do. It doesn't matter what we do and it brings that forward. So in that case, I really encourage you to look at your business and look at it as a business. I'm not going to do this freebie stuff for people anymore because if it wasn't my business, (laughs) would I be doing that? Would my business owner go, hey, you can't give free stuff all the time because we're actually going to run at a loss over here and when you start looking differently it will change that's a really interesting point because as you know i'm certified in emotional intelligence assessments and work and one of the competencies for emotional intelligence is emotional reasoning and what you take into account when you are making decisions isn't just the emotional data it's actually taking into account all the other data that you have at your fingertips about the people you work with, about the environment in which you work, about the targets or the goals that have been set, about what decisions, what the outcome will be and how it will affect others. So we don't just look at the emotional data in all this. We actually try and get ourselves into the rational. So that fits so well into looking at Mm. not yourself as the business, but the business as a business. Yes. It's like takes on its own entity. And I remember one of my mm. lovely shamans saying to me when I'd started a new project, and you know, I'm always creating projects because I like to make things. And he said to me, remember, it's an energy in itself. So it needs to build of itself. And I think when we go out there as thought leaders, there's a lot of coaches, and I do a lot of work with coaches, is that separation is important. So I have, for example, the scarletvesper.com, which is my online courses and me as a coach. And then I have my business, which is the conscious agency. And I think that's been really important to separate them Uh, and to, yeah, to really see that this is me as a thought leader. This over here is me as a business person. And it's just changed things for me. And I think I've been doing it for others, but I've never 
I've done it to myself. And so I think it's been really great because I understand the power of it. So I think for you, if you want to be seen and have that visibility and that's good, that's okay because that's how you make change in the world. So just make that really clear is here's my thought leader space. Maybe I won't yeah. make money immediately on that, you know, but here it's about me finding my voice, connecting with others. You know, I have something to say as an artist and as a, a person in the world. You know, we're all artists. I have something that people need to hear. And so that is your space in that and then we have the business. Well, what you've just spoken about has been nicely rounds up in being self-aware, how you interact with others, how you manage yourself in all this and how you decide on what decisions, you know, that you're going to make, whether you develop a course, whether you go in for some personal development yourself, whether you get yourself expertise in the financial side of running a business, whether you look for social media assistance because that's not your area of expertise. All of it comes back to inspiring performance in yourself and then you can inspire performance in others. So it nicely rounds it all off. Oh, great tips. Thank you very much for sharing those about starting a business. Yeah, and look, I believe... Scarlett, you've just launched a seven weeks course called the Conscious Business Builder. Would you like to tell us a little bit about that? Yes, yes, I have. And I think the reason why I started that was because I felt a lot of my clients really needed hand-holding around the whole thing because people do different areas in business and there's a disconnect for people. And Uh so I felt clients really felt a bit lost and vulnerable and I wanted to create something, everything that I've basically learned into one place because it can be expensive starting a business and here is some basic things that you need to have to do yours and you can do it yourself. And so I have put like 50 templates and forms of everything that I've learned from marketing plans, social media plans, even setting up your business, how to do that, building a website, doing the video and stills, writing a press release. And I've used all the templates in there I use on my own business. I'm just so excited to offer that for people. And at the same time, it's part of a membership where you get to ask questions. It's also evergreen. So I will continually update what's happening on social. It's a community of belonging for anyone who's starting a new venture and I access that as well, listeners. So if you would like to find out more about Scarlett and her course that's built for startups, pop on to scarletvespa.com. And if you'd like to know more about what I do as a leadership coach, then of course, visit thrivingmatters.com. And importantly, don't forget to like and follow up the Thriving Matters podcast. We love a thumbs up. It's always appreciated. Scarlett, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts, your learnings, for making it possible for us to explore all these, I think in very genuine ways. So I've really challenged myself as I've started this business. I'm living what I say. So don't forget, give it a red hot shot because thriving matters.